Hello, this is your daily dose of news from On Manorama. I am your host, Susan Jo Philip, and these are the major news stories of the day. First, we have an update on the Brahmapuram fire. Local Self-Government Minister M.B. Rajesh announced in the Assembly on Monday authorities have managed to bring the fire at the Brahmapuram waste yard under control and would put the blaze out completely today. Next, an update on the Delhi excise scam case. A city court on Monday sent former Deputy Chief Minister Manish Ishodhya to jail till March 20. A crime branch raid in the offices of a private television channel triggered a debate in the Assembly. What is the difference between Pinarayi and Modi? asked Congress MLA P.C. Vishnunath, drawing a comparison between PM and Kerala CM. In the actor Assault case, High Court has rejected Pulse Sunni's bail plea. Islamabad court rejects Imran Khan's plea seeking suspension of the arrest warrant in Toshkhana case. Let's get into the details. Local Self-Government Minister M.B. Rajesh announced in the Assembly on Monday that the fire situation at the Brahmapuram waste plant has been brought under control. The minister also declared that the entire legacy waste at Brahmapuram would be bio-mined and cleared before June 30, 2023. There is no need for fear and anxiety in Ernakulam district. The fires have more or less been fully extinguished. There is fire in some scattered places, but even those would be put out by today, the minister told the House. Nonetheless, he conceded that there was delay in putting out the waste flares. The fire broke out inside waste heaps that had accumulated over the years. The waste had formed into layers and so it took some time to fully put out the fires, Rajesh said. A Delhi court on Monday sent former Delhi Deputy Chief Minister Manish Ishodhya to judicial custody till March 20 in excise camp case after the CBI said it did not require the custody of the senior Ahmadmi party leader for now. Shishodhya was produced before the special judge M.K. Nagpal on expiry of his seven-day custodial interrogation allowed by the court earlier. At the outset, the counsel for CBI submitted before the court the investigative agency was not seeking his custody right now, which it may do later. The CBI accused Amadmi Party supporters of politicizing the matter. An application to send the accused to judicial custody has been filed. It is submitted that the CBI custody is no longer required and the same may be sought later if required. In view of submissions made, the accused is sent to judicial custody till March 20, the court said. The crime branch raid on the Korikot office of Asianet News has triggered comparisons between Pinarayi Vijayan and Narendra Modi. What is the difference between Pinarayi and Modi? Congress MLA PC Vishnunath hurled a rhetorical question while moving an adjournment motion on the issue of press freedom in Kerala in the light of the SFI encroachment into the Kochi office of Asianet and the crime branch raid of Asianet's Kodikot office. When the Modi government unleashed income tax rates on the BBC offices in Mumbai and Delhi, the CPM had put out a statement that said it was the standard tactics of the Modi government to intimidate the media using the IT department, Vishnunath said. You just have to replace the words Modi and IT in the BJP's official statement with Pinarai and Crime Branch and it would still read right, he said. He added the Pinarai dispensation was using the situation to intimidate and stifle media houses that were giving anti-government reports. The Kerala High Court on Monday rejected actor assault accused 
Sunil Ennis Agapalsasuni's bail plea, approving the prosecution arguments. The court completed its hearing on Suni's bail application last Monday. Suni moved the plea citing the Supreme Court order of July 13, which said that if the trial is not concluded in a reasonable time, the accused can seek bail. In the actor assault case, though the apex court set a deadline for the completion of the trial, the lower court has sought more time. The High Court had recently allowed Suni to be present before the trial court to witness the case proceedings in person. The ruling was on a plea submitted by Suni against the direction to appear in court through video conferencing. Suni, in his petition, had claimed that video conferencing allowed him to remain present at the commencement of the trial only for 5 to 10 minutes. A Pakistani court on Monday rejected former Prime Minister Imran Khan's plea seeking the suspension of the non-viable warrant issued against him in the Toshkana case. Additional Sessions judge Safar Iqbal, who had earlier in the case to serve the verdict, announced it later in the day after a brief hearing of the case. During today's hearing, Khan's lawyers Ali Bukhari, Kaiser Imam and Gohar Ali Khan appeared before the Islamabad district and Sessions Court, where Bukhari contended that his client had always followed court orders. Imam argued that police could not arrest the PTI chief if he was willing to appear in court at which the judge remarked that the PTI chief could have approached the Islamabad High Court to suspend the warrant to which Imam said they wanted the session court to suspend it. And that brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks for listening to Daily News Doors hosted by me, Susan Jo Phillip. Daily News Podcast is produced by Vishnu Muralidharan with technical production by Idea Brew Studios. Follow onmanarima.com for detailed updates on the latest news and be sure to come back tomorrow. 